All right, everybody, welcome to the Nurse Mark and the Green Nurse Daily Dose of fucking AFA. Good morning, <laughs> Nurse Sherry. You, good morning, Nurse Mark, where we bring you actually hope and inspiration for growth and healing so you can start your day off the absolutely fucking amazing way, AFA yeah. way. The in AFA way, even if you're grumpy, even if you didn't get enough sleep. You're still, you're you still AFA. You're still AFA. Oh, look at Nurse Mark having his human moment today. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roast you today, Nurse Mark, because you know what? I have never. Oh, be seen very him. careful. Very grouchy. Everyone, call in. Calling oh. in the complete completion angels yeah, the to completion angels. Bathe <laughs> Nurse Mark in complete loving energy. Yes. So we're gonna everyone. Look into the camera today and pretend you're looking right at Nurse Mark and tell him right now how absolutely fucking amazing he is, exactly as he is. He doesn't need to oh, do anything I, different. I'm, I'm there. I'm He's there. human. I'm and, you know, grumpy. I did, I did not get much sleep last night. I'm on the road, and as you can see, and, uh, and I need my sleep. See, there's the important thing. So here we are. Laura, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. So good that's morning. the importance of getting sleep, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It it's just our it, mood. We do. And that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit later today after we go through the daily love. But Wellness <laughs> Wednesday, you know, why is mental health? May is mental health awareness month. So we're going Excellent. to dive, dive in deep and sleep is huge. It's going to be right on the well, list. We are going to. OK, mental health awareness month. Holy cow. The whole book's <laughs> about mental health. Here we go. We got lots to book. talk about. And the whole month. So we're going to take off. We're going to take bites of that elephant. We got a big, giant, huge pink elephant in the room because no one likes to talk about mental health. There's a huge. Oh, thing my God. It. Yeah. Nobody likes to talk about it except me. I love talking about it. I love talking. Oh, my <laughs> God. I love talking about it. Mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get rid of the stigma. That's another thing that we're getting rid of the stigma of. Right, Cher? So we talk yeah. about cannabis, which has a huge stigma attached to it. We'll talk about mental health because, you know, you're always supposed to be in your right mind. And, oh, and we'll talk about being right and wrong in today's daily love because that's just a bullshit concept to begin with. I might be a little feisty this morning. I don't know. I love I saying, love your, just saying, just saying you can be feisty. I love it. Yeah. Everyone, well, here it is, is what are we doing here? We want to show people what it means to be real, raw, alive, human, alive. sharing our uh, human experiences, yes. right? And showing how yeah. we can turn, you know, a shit show into an AFA day. Well, it's <laughs> an AFA day <laughs> one way or another. Anyways, it is. Yeah, maybe yeah. It, maybe it's, yeah. So here it is, is your perception, your yeah, perception completely. of when you have shit flowing, flying, you know, uh -huh. adding it, they're pitching it, all those shit pies. Your oh perception is that, yeah, your perception is, is no, nah, I'm not AFA. Yeah. The world's yeah, not yeah. AFA. You know, and I've got, you know, I've got, you know, stuff going on that I'm dealing with, you know, situations with other people who are not coming through with what they need to, to do to produce, right, in, in business yeah. situations. And, yeah. you know, I've been here before, but you know what I have to do? I had to step back into, okay, the, what is the truth about what's happening right now? That other person is just being the way that other person is being. Yeah. That's it. I have no control over that. What I have control over is what's the situation? Where do I need it to be? 
and what can I do about it? Take the other person right out of it. I'm not making them wrong anymore. So let's talk about that, Sherry. Let's get into the daily love. Daily love. Yes. Yeah. So today I pulled it from Landmark Book One, Landmark Insights Book One, Live a Life You Love. And so I love these little vignettes, these little stories that they tell. Um, they're always just super, super powerful. And today's is about being right and wrong. So let me just read a little mm-hmm. bit of this, okay? Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Glenn, Kristen, Carrie Lee, Maria, Laura. Oh my gosh. Thanks, guys. Loving for it. Showing you guys up. are here. All right. So let me just get rip right into this thing. So here we go. Oh, this is good. In virtually every human society, he hit me first or he started. It provides an acceptable rationale for what comes next. It's thought that a punch thrown second is legally and morally different than a punch thrown first. The problem with the principle of even numberedness is that people count differently. People think of their own actions as the consequences of what came before. They think of other people's actions as the causes of what came later. And that their reasons and pain are more palpable, more obvious and real than that of others. You see where this is going? Yes. Here's yes. It. We'll, we'll, we'll keep moving. These are positions and ideas we all wind up playing out. When we are right, embedded in that truth as an equal truth that someone else is wrong. It's not a matter of accuracy. It's a matter of being. We can't be happy, vital, and loving while we're being right. Making someone wrong or justifying our positions, one displaces the other. The rightness of our positions pretty much precludes us from hearing and seeing other points of view. I love that. Here it is, really. Think about this. Yeah. When we are firmly held in our belief of being right Mm -hmm. and making someone else wrong. Ask yourself this question. How is that loving and powerful? (laughs) That's a great question. In that space of I'm right and you're wrong, nothing else has a possibility of existing. And you know what? I think we've been living in that right and wrong for the last five years anyway, probably I mean, it, it's part of the, just the human condition, you know, we, right. we're, we're always put in this place of having to be right and wrong. And it causes a lot of issues, obviously, in interpersonal relationships in any context, whether it's business or personal, you know, yeah. I'm right, you're wrong, that's conflict. Yeah. Right. So when you exactly. can step into a choice of what's at play, when you can elect to transform ways that you wound up being you move to a place of freedom, a place of possibility, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're right, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, you I know love what? that. I'm right, right, right and I'm wrong. I'm what? wrong. Take right? a position. Right. You can, you can well, take here's, one and you can change it. The bottom line is. is there's always there's always two sides to the story. Yeah. Well, here it is, too. Think about this, too. Perception, consciousness, right? This is another really cool way to look at it. So everyone goes to a party, (laughs) right? And you ask 10 people, what was the party like? You're going to get 10 different answers. So it's the same thing as when you're looking at various situations where people are arguing, guess what? You invite other people into the equation, they're going to perceive it differently. So you have, you know, 
and it's it's okay perception you here it is <laughs> your perception yeah. of me is not my reality right and but and that's the part that's interesting is so now we all need to check in mm -hmm. as to what's reality and what is our perception coming from is it from you know a feeling or a knowing yeah right? yeah so it's, yeah there's a so here's there. here's the takeaway from all that we just talked Take about and all we read yeah it's this sent the the this sentence right here we can't be happy, vital, and loving while we're being right, making someone wrong, or justifying our positions. One displaces the other. So, hey, today you get to choose. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy and be vital? Happy. Yeah. yeah. I don't I know. choose happy and vital. Me, I want to be happy and vital. So I'll yeah. let you be right, whatever you think that is. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to try to change your mind. I don't have to yes. end my position. Exactly. I just need to be in the loving space of I'm going to be happy and vital today and let you be right. Good luck. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. It's powerful. Good stuff. Yes, yeah. Mark. Good Love stuff. it. All let's right. See if the angels, let's just see if the angels have a message to go along with that really quickly. Ooh, that would be nice. Here it is. You're right. Here it is. Right here it is. Use your spiritual gifts, your awareness, your knowledge, your understanding. Yeah to shower the world with divine light, mm. right? You don't need to be right to carry divine light. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, you heard it here first, folks. Put that one in, the, in write that down somewhere. Hashtag, you don't mm. need to be right to shower the world with your divine light. There oh. you go, that's the quote of the day. <laughs> love it, love it. Ah, so here, this is, and this is important for the topic, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and there are so... I'm very much aware of mental health, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. me too. I've Trust me, I have, I yeah, have my having, little having, list. you know, been in the system uh, for, you know, 30 years, yeah. about, right? Yeah. You yeah, I, I mean, even, even longer for me, because I had, I had behavioral disorder. I was a kid. Listen, I, now... out of fourth, I can remember I could kick. I don't know what it was all about, but I have a memory. I got kicked out in fourth grade and they wouldn't let me go back to school till the psychologist showed up at our house. I have no idea. My parents never talked about it. Like all I know is something happened. So there must have been some oh behavioral God. issues, you know? It's very, very interesting. But the interesting thing down the road, yeah. as I got older, actually in college, is mm -hmm. where I was diagnosed with ADHD. So just think about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's just got some behavioral disorder. She can't sit still. She's distracted. Yeah. Literally, and how did that make you feel as a kid, by the way, to be labeled with something, right? Well, it made me feel like there was something wrong with me. Yeah, so what I needed to, so what did I need to do? Right. I needed to prove mm -hmm. myself. Right. right. I didn't learn how to read because I had a difficult time learning yeah. how how they taught me so you have receptive language and you mm -hmm. have expressive language they were expressing me expressing the information to me where I couldn't learn it my my ability to receive it and process this wasn't there so labeled labeled behavioral disorder can't sit still yeah. can't pay attention down the right. road it's ADHD so right. then there you go so then it creates anxiety so this little of course kid, it does <laughs> Yeah. So now I got performance anxiety. I got to get it right. I got to do it right. I got to be a straight A student. Mm -hmm. So with that label, right, what did that do for me? It, it created a story in my head that I needed to do and be better. I needed to work harder. I needed to, I'm in it to win it. And so literally developed skills mm -hmm. and tools with the help of my mom to excel in school. But let me just tell you, it was, I, I look back 
And it was definitely had to do with conversations that were happening outside of myself, mm -hmm. internalizing it. And then what am mm -hmm. I going to do with that? I'm going to prove to them that I'm smart. <laughs> of course. And then, so, and then just went on that journey. Hey, we got off a tangent. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Good thing, bad yeah. thing. So yeah, yeah, so here it is. Is it, it, it? So it's. I wouldn't change it because you know what? All of those different situations, those experiences, mm -hmm. have led me to where I'm at now. I and that's, celebrate. That's the, I celebrate I my depression and mood disorder. That's been. It's been a boon. Like you just shared a very positive result of you having this diagnosis, right? Yeah. How spectacular are you? You're absolutely amazing. Exactly oh, as you are. You have a diagnosis. I have a diagnosis. A label or whatever it is. Bottom line is we're all just wired the way we're wired. We are. You know, I didn't ask to get the genetic code that I got. I had no, I, like, I had no choice in the matter, right? But exactly. I had that genetic code and experiences and clicks and, you know, the, the genotype versus the phenotype, which is the expression of the genetic code. I didn't yeah. ask for any of that, but I got it. But you I know what? It. All of those things, all of that time spent in the mental health system, all of that you know, all of the things that I needed to do to actually deal with how I'm wired and what I was, mm -hmm. what, what I'm, um, how I operate in the world. Oh my gosh. It's created an amazing life. It, it, it has created a, book, right. it created a partnership. It created the, everything <laughs> came from that. So I celebrate the fact that I have a diagnosis of, you know, recurrent depression yeah. and I deal yeah. with it. And that's yep. that's the beauty right there. And we'll tie that's cannabis all into this because cannabis, into it. It, cannabis, you know, still in the mental health community, cannabis is you know looked upon as not a, a very yeah prominent tool. But we'll get into that because there, are, there are, are areas that it's useful for exactly. sure. Yeah, for sure. So 2021, the theme is you are not alone. We want to let you all know that, you know, we're here to help you. So Mental Health Awareness Month has been mm -hmm. observed since 1949, and it was started by the Mental Health America Organization, which is then mm -hmm. now known as the National Association for Mental Health. So the purpose of the organization is to um, raise awareness and educate right. the public about mental illness, mm -hmm. about the different types of mental illness, and to reduce the stigma or the negative attitudes and misconceptions that surround mental illness. Look at us, you know, labeled, but we're happy, we're living, we're, th we're thriving. We're, yeah. we're showing up in life and using the various tools that yeah, have been absolutely. offered to us to push through these labels. Right? Those labels push through the diagnosis, push, push yeah. through the, 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 um, the judgment of others. Yeah. 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 And so you know, the not yeah, Lisa, Lisa popped on there and said, every one of us has a story diagnosis of lettuce where we are today. Absolutely. And, you know, we're part of that conversation of removing the stigma around mental health, very much so, and about removing the stigma around cannabis. Exactly. Absolutely. So and how and how there. cannabis plays a huge role in how we can help. Yeah patients yeah. move through these different things. So Mental Health Awareness Month is focusing on healing, the value of connecting in safe ways, mm -hmm. how to prioritize our mental health, 
and yeah. not and acknowledging that it's okay to not be okay. So right. So you're yeah, in this space, you can, and you can't accept it. Just accept the fact you can't accept it, and right. things are going to change and shift. And we have a responsibility. So we mm -hmm. providing awareness mm -hmm. and mental health wellness tools. Yeah. So Mark and I, you know, we had pretty much said that we were going to discuss May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and there are so many different mental health conditions, labels, ICD-9 codes. And so oh, what we're going to do is we're going to- There gonna... are people. <laughs> and the diagnosis, I mean, they have the DSM-5. They come, they come know, up with new people. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they continually revise, and, it, and it's a guide on how to diagnose people with a mental illness. And you know what? I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's a human brain creating a book about the human brain of other right. people. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of silly. Um, it you know, we just, it, it, and it's, it's really hard. Think about this. <clears throat> there are no tests to decide if you have, if you're bipolar, there are no tests that you can take that'll say you have ADHD. It's about reporting, right? They, they reporting take, information. look at your behavior and they, they interpret it. Well, it's somebody else interpreting somebody else's behavior. They have no idea what's going on in your head. And right. so, you know, it's a they really try difficult, to figure it out. difficult space. And that's why there's stigma around it. Right. So yeah. well, here's the thing too, just think about it as a kid, they didn't know what to call it. So they called it a behavioral disorder because <laughs> so they, they hadn't come up with oh, a yeah. name for it. Same right. thing. So you think of, so you have all of these diagnoses, mm -hmm. right. Or these conditions, and then there's various symptoms that go along with it. And they, so they ask you all those symptoms and they try to plug you into the category that most right. matches. Yeah. So here's the thing is, so if you really think about it, it's kind of funny. You yeah. look at all the different diagnoses, all the different symptoms. I bet you could go down in each of the different categories and find a couple that you're totally. experiencing. Well, that's why they're moving more towards uh, firm diagnoses for things and moving towards a spectrum, right? So yeah. autism used to be specific types right. of autism. Now they've changed it to reference an, uh, it's an autistic autism spectrum. So right. that's how they're moving into the mental health space. Mental health, which right? kind of makes sense. You know, are yeah. you functioning or not functioning? Bottom line. So, yeah, you know, I, I mean, here that. it is. Like, I, I, you, I'm proud to you, be on many spectrums, right? I'm all, yeah, well, this, like, I'm a <laughs> lot of different places. I love that. Makes yes. me unique. And I am makes that. Makes me unique. And you are exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anxiety yeah. disorders, interesting, interesting, are the most common mental illness in the United States. Yes. It affects over 40 million adults mm -hmm. in the United mm -hmm. States age 18 or over, right. or 18.1% of the population mm -hmm. every year is diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. Sure. Yeah. So interesting thing too, is that they are treatable but mm -hmm. only 36% of people who are suffering receive treatment. So in the interesting yeah, thing- why, too, Sherry? Because they have a lot of anxiety. <laughs> they have a lot of- <laughs> anxious about lot. getting treated. They don't want to talk to somebody about this, right? Oh my yeah. gosh. It becomes this whole you. loop. My, I mean, I'll tell you, my, you know, I had, you know, they give you the labels, you know, this depression thing was one of the labels, but it's rooted in anxiety as well. Like the reason that I don't sleep well at night is about anxiety and I need to deal with that anxiety in order for me to get a good night's sleep. Because if I'm aroused at 3 a.m., if I'm not sleeping soundly, I swear to God, 3 a.m., it's like the critical moment. If I wake up, my anxiety is at a 10. 
I'm not going to go back to sleep. It's again, right? So I, oh yeah, you do oh, specific yeah. things to deal with, and cannabis is one of those tools that actually has been shown to have great efficacy about anxiety. And we'll talk about that. Oh, I'm really, really excited because the percentage is. is really, really high. We love yeah. that. High numbers, hope, inspiration, mm -hmm. growth, and healing, you know, high yeah. vibes. Right. <laughs> so and anyway, so different. It's, it's, it, it's different in everybody, right? Because right. it's all about a complex set of risk factors it's like genetics, which you don't get a choice in, brain right. chemistry, which you really don't get a choice in, personality and life events. I mean, how many of those things do you really have a choice in, right? Right, exactly. You get this mix exactly. and then anxiety is is produced. So yeah. here we go. What does Kanakis say about anxiety and panic disorders? All right. So anxiety, they're considering it a mental disorder of the nervous system. Mm -hmm. And it's a no, just think about this. You know, it's a normal reaction to a subjective experience of what you may consider stress. Right. For example, such as performance anxiety. Right. Right. So what's the number one? What's the number one fear for people? What do they say it is? Public speaking. speaking. More than death. People fear public right. speaking. Sherry. <laughs> You and I don't give a shit about that. We are not no. anxious about public speaking. As a matter of fact, At we all. love it. But we love it. We embrace it. We are wired differently. Other people would yeah. get huge anxiety around that. So again, yeah. it goes back to it's different for everybody. Each situation is going to be different for each person. So, you know, it gets rid of that that ability to say, you know, it's the same for everybody. It's not. Yeah. 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 So just think about this too. So it's anticipatory. So anxiety can happen when you anticipate a future event, right? So it's in our mind, yeah. we create those stories in our head and they're not rooted in the present moment. Always, you know, think about it. They, you've heard yeah. people say when you, when you're depressed, you're like thinking about the past. And when you're anxious, you're thinking about the future. You're not in the present moment. Mm -hmm. So here's mm -hmm. the thing too, is, you know, anxiety can be a normal part of life. Yeah. However, when you get it into a chronic state, chronic anxiety can totally be debilitating and yeah. can honestly affect one's quality of life. Mm -hmm. And it can create actual physiological changes in our bodies. You know, so mm -hmm. they have a, they have a few different types. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Just, and we're going to cover each of them. So today we're just going to cover. We said generalized anxiety and panic disorders, but we're going to, okay. there's a lot of different ones. There so it's, are. There's like general anxiety disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, uh -huh. panic disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder. And then yep. you get in a little bit deeper. Social complex, anxiety disorder, social which anxiety believe it or not, from time to time, I experienced. You know what? I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Have you, you had know. that too? Oh, hands like walked in and it, here it is, is you just... All of a sudden, I don't know what it is, but the energy would become very overwhelming. And oh I just, you know, having. Let me tell you, just, I, I, I had this happen more times than than I can tell you. I would be like, you know what? I want to go out. It's Friday night. I'm going to go out. I'm going to see my friends. And I had this local place that I would hang out and loved it. And really, you know, and I'm an outgoing people person. I usually had, have no problem. I would drive and I would get into the parking lot. And I would have such an overwhelming wave of anxiety. I wouldn't even get out of the car. I'd sit there and ruminate for like 10 minutes and then say, yeah, I'm just going to go home. And I'd go home. What's that all about? Eh? Well, here, here it is. Okay, so social anxiety. Social anxiety. I've yep. experienced that as well. So just think about another one. I could give, you could just take it like a step further. You're going out to have fun. 
How about yeah. this? Going to the grocery store. I know there's a lot of people that have, here it is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get food. It's mm -hmm. something that's important. Yeah. I don't know anyone. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't <laughs> give a shit mm -hmm. literally, but I still have anxiety. So I literally drive to the grocery store and I'm sitting in the parking lot and I literally do a little tiny meditation and I'm not going to lie. I puff on my vape. I have a CBD vape ground mm. myself in and just do it. So why do I have that? I don't know. <laughs> you know, there's something in the back that's that's going on. Can't control it in that aspect. But once it kicks in, I have the tools to manage it. So the, interesting. So the symptoms vary in intensity. And so just think about all these symptoms, worry, stress, fear. Yeah. What am I fearful of? You know, what's going to yeah. happen in the grocery store? What's the worst thing that's going to happen, right? Who knows? Sleep disturbances, ruminating, right? So then anticipatory, yeah. panic attacks. Mm -hmm. I've had this increased heart rate, rapid or shallow breathing, you know, that hyperventilation, you know, you know, trying to get through it, dry mouth, mm -hmm. muscular tension, tingling in the lips, you know, tingling in the nose, the digits of the hands, the feet, inability to relax, sense of impending doom. Can you imagine? It's horrible. It's a horrible. I these know. feelings are horrible. And then the inability to focus other than anything except for the worry scenarios, yeah. right? So we need to switch yeah. that endocannabinoid system is amazing. That switch on and off. So if you're in that loop, there's a way to get out tons of tips and tricks. So studies, Mark, there's a ton. And this is the part that's exciting. The number of positive clinical results is outstanding. Oh, my God. This has been studied quite a bit in, in regard to cannabis and anxiety. And so we'll, we're talking 151 total studies that were in Canakees. So a lab study, 29 animal, 29 meta-analysis, five clinical human, 13 double-blind human trials. And you know, every time we talk about research, when we talk about randomly controlled double-blind studies, we're talking about a gold standard in humans, mm -hmm. right? So that means we're getting closer to really understanding that it does have effectiveness or that it doesn't, whatever the research shows, depending on if it was a well set up study. So here we go, 84% overall positive, 89% positive clinically, okay? Score, yeah. that's huge. So and, Mark and, has and talked before. Chemotype matters, chemotype matters. Yeah. We talk chemotype, chemovar, you know, so we're talking a high CBD, content yes. as opposed yes. to uh as opposed to thc being equal or more dominant so we're talking about right. a type three cbd yeah. dominant and it's not surprising cbd is one of the number one reasons people are using cbd today is because of its anti-anxiety properties yeah and the reason why too cbd is also really beneficial is because cbd indirectly works on our cb1 and cb2 receptors which yeah. thc generally plugs into so it's an indirect and can mm -hmm. control how thc interacts with those receptors but cbd works on all of the other receptors serotonin dopamine opioid the trips gpr55 ppars yeah. so you know, CBD works on all of these other receptor signaling systems. So if right. you think about, we go into the endocannabinoid system, regulates everything. So CBD mm -hmm. is huge in managing mental health, anxiety, and panic disorder. And and so, they in one of the studies, Sherry, one of the studies, you know, <laughs> I mentioned public speaking be a, being a fear and performance anxiety you talked about. One of the studies was actually that. They took people yes. who, who had to get up and publicly speak 
and they gave some CBD and they didn't give others. They gave them a placebo and the ones who got CBD, their anxiety was decreased and they got through that whole process nice and easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. So basically, you know, studies, you know, synopsis of cannabis research for anxiety and panic disorder. So Mark, we talked, it was 89% clinically positive. Yeah. The thing that was great too, it confirms that cannabinoids and remember cannabinoids can come from multiple different sources. We have the endo mm -hmm. that we make, mm -hmm. the phyto that the plant makes and synthetic that the pharmaceutical company makes. So the studies confirm that cannabinoids actually modulate the endocannabinoid system and the biological functions and mood states relevant to anxiety. Really great. So the other thing too is what we just said over a hundred relevant studies. And if you already said this, I apologize. I'm repeating it. it. So over, <laughs> over a hundred relevant studies have implicated the endocannabinoid system in the experience of anxiety yeah. and an increasing percentage of which are human double blind placebo controlled trials. That's so, so positive, right. especially with what we're going through. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So here's the other thing, too, that I found really fascinating, which was in both preclinical and human clinical trials. So it showed these trends. OK, I, this is right. this is important when it comes to THC and CBD. So yeah. THC and CBD activate different parts of the brain structure mm -hmm. and can produce opposing effects relevant to reducing anxiety. So it's really all about that balance. Right. So think about this, too. So THC can produce a deep sense of relaxation and sedation. However, the amount of THC is the source of concern because sometimes higher doses, like we had talked about, can produce that paranoia or worse anxiety. And that, you know what? Again, that has been studied very, very much. And it it's goes to the biphasic quality of cannabinoids. A little yeah. bit of THC in, some, in one person may decrease anxiety and give them that right. calm, easy feeling. A little bit more switches and it's going to be anxiety producing and they're going to have yeah. high anxiety. Yeah. Yep. So the takeaway too is this. Mm -hmm. So for people that are new to cannabis, basically more THC than CBD may not be an optimal first choice, right? And that's because right. there's a fine line between therapeutic and adverse mm -hmm. effects. Yeah. Chemo type two, which is equal amounts of THC and CBD may be a better choice. However, it may be too much for some people. Right. So like we said, the big takeaway is for you know people that are new is chemo type three. So that is yeah. a CBD dominant has been shown to reduce the effects mm -hmm. of anxiety without producing those cognitive changes, sedation, or the feelings of being impaired. Right. So Good Sherry, stuff. how do we work with patients who have anxiety and panic disorder? All right, there we go. Yeah. So what type of anxiety? You know, so we ask those critical questions. We take them down a journey. We do the mm -hmm. motivational interviewing. So what type of anxiety do you have? Yeah. What makes it better? What makes right. it worse? When do you have it? Are there specific situations? What activities are you engaging in to manage those symptoms? Yeah. And we also look at past medical history, other conditions, current treatments, other medications, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Are you taking other pharmaceuticals? We already talked about that over the counter. Are you self-medicating with alcohol? Or what are your other coping mechanisms? So really when we're looking at managing anxiety, cannabinoids are a huge part of it, but we're looking at all of these different things. 
We also ask, so think about this. This is another really important thing. What is your experience with cannabis? Have patients experienced anxiety and paranoia in the past using it? Have people had less than desirable results in the past? So all of these questions are really, really important. Yeah. And stigmas, you know, what is your stigma around it? Stigma can cause anxiety. So the last thing we want to do sure when we're with patients is create more anxiety for them. So it's really hand-holding and asking them those critical questions. And education, maybe always yeah. about education, educating on different ways to consume the, uh, to consume the medicine, the plant, yeah. you know, multiple routes of administration. Maybe one has a stigma. Smoking is one that a lot of people have stigma around. Maybe, exactly. Okay, well, we have other alternatives and we educate other about alternatives. that. We guide exactly. the patient to choose a product that they feel comfortable working with. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also have to look at too is what do they have available, you know? Mm -hmm. So depending upon what patients are treating, the cannabinoids, the method of administration may change over time. And like we had said before, you know, starting with a chemo type three, right. people that are new is really, really a safe way to go. More and, CBD than THC. And what state do they live in? Because each state oh, may have different products available, right? Yeah, products available in Massachusetts are pretty wide and, and and varied. That's not the same in other states. They may not exactly. have all of what they need to, to to be able to utilize these things. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely, yeah. So this has go. been an awesome day, everyone. Yes. Hope, hope your anxiety has been relieved. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, we, yeah. what, what was you know, and everyone's going to have an AFA day. I'm already having right? an AFA day. A little grumpy, a little grouchy, a little tired, but still AFA. Shifted it. Exactly. Uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. So the part that's great is that you were right, Mark. You were grumpy in the beginning, but guess what? You're yeah. also right now AFA and you were AFA even when you were grumpy. Even then, <laughs> even then you're always AFA. It's just yeah. a momentary way of being. It'll pass. I get enough yes. sleep, no problem. Yes. It's going to change. My endocannabinoid system will be regulated and better. So what do we got going on, Cher? All right. So we got a lot of cool things going on. So today is Wednesday. I'm not sure if you'll be joining us tonight because I know you're going to be on I'm the gonna road. I'm going to be on the road, man. It's going to be, you're going to be solo tonight. I'm solo. I'm going to be mid-drive. Oh. I'll probably be in New York City passing through on my way up. All right. So we have yeah. a really compelling story tonight. Abby Peck, she's a teacher no, that was from Connecticut. She's got a great story, you know, an autoimmune condition, medical cannabis patient, and yep. she was completely 100% discriminated against with work. So that's a powerful right. story. Tonight, 8 tonight, 8 p.m. We have our shows every morning, 8 a.m. Nurse Mark yeah. and the Green Nurse, Daily Dose of AFA. Mm -hmm. Friday morning, we have Frequency Fridays at 9 a.m. with Healy. Yep. Let me put that little that up there, Healy, give the gift of the green nurse, book a Healy. So Frequency Fridays at 9 a.m. So you can experience energy healing. And then Monday, we resume our mastermind and mentorship. So this is for coaches, health professionals, nurses. Oh, yeah. People, people that are interested in learning about how they can incorporate cannabis, mm -hmm. not only into their daily lives, but what they're doing currently yeah. as a profession. Yeah. You know, so come learn and grow with us. And then there's an amazing opportunity, you know, if you become part of this and you get mentored that you could become mm -hmm. one of our clinicians. And that's the part that's great. We're expanding across the United States and we need more health professionals. And yes. clinicians. So join the mastermind group. It's going to be amazing. 
And thanks and everybody who showed up this morning. My God, thanks for showing up, being part of this yeah, big fest and hanging out and talking about anxiety and cannabis. And you know what? Choose. Do you want to be right or you want to be happy and vital? That's exactly. on you. All right. That's so it. I'm going to choose to be happy and vital and have an AFA day. AFA and I know day you will too. And Sherry, what's it all about? Oh, Mark, it is all about living your best life and helping others do the same. Stay elevated, everyone. We love you. (laughs) Safe travels, Jamie Rollins. Bye. Safe travels, Jamie Rollins. Oh, yes, your wife. I love her. Yeah, on the road. On the road.